This is a tripod broadcast. Well, let's start recording, so... We just did. Okay, cool. I think this is a key show to listen to because it's... It's it's uh, it's all about emotional masturbation. Yeah. <laughs> Journalistic integrity. It encapsulates everything that we're about. And I'm sorry. Now, <laughs> give that some thought. Yeah. With Addison... I can't be mad at you. You got a haircut. And Matt. I would recommend that you stop listening right now. <laughs> Three hours to play Fallout, man. How uh, how will you ever manage uh, on top of the five days you've already played? I mean, I guess um, I'll manage somehow. Uh, hopefully, you can find it in, within your heart. To- when we stopped, uh, uh, when I stopped Fallout to do this podcast yeah. thirty minutes ago, yeah, um, I was at five days and two minutes played total in the uh, four weeks. Dude, I don't think that I've Fallout has been out. Well. Oh, are you? Uh, you need to eat something right now. No. Okay. Good. Why would I need to eat something? I don't know. He takes another sip mm. on his rum and coke. Mm. This is delicious. Mmm. Mm. Rumcast. That's, That's right. This one. That's right. GTST number eighty. What? What are we up to now? I don't know. It's it's almost ninety, right? It's got to be. It. I, I think it is. By definition, I think it's almost yeah. ninety, man. Well, this is um, rumcast because I'm on my third. Eighty-seven. Okay. So All this right. is 88. All right. Magical number 88. Magical number uh, double 88. Double infinity. Uh, I'm on my third rum and coke, and he, that's, Addison's on his first, but he's about a third of the way through it right now. Yeah, and how much, if you don't mind me asking, what what mix are we talking here, or, or is uh, that for me to know and you to worry about? We're talking about, about 25. Man, it's, it, uh, a, third, a third rum, two-thirds coke. Keep talking. And then, then ice, so... Total liquid, you're looking at Cheers. 25% alcohol there. Oh, there you go. And that's Sailor Jerry's. That's a 46%. I'm not familiar. Rum. It uh, tastes a little better than uh, Captain to me, though. Yeah, I'm, I'm drinking the last of the Captain right now. You got oh, the, look at the, you. the Sailor Jerry's. Rolling out the best for the, uh, the guests. Well, for you. but Best it, for the guests, that's, that's what right. they say. Well, this is the last of my rum. You're drinking Jason's rum right now. So. Oh, well, thank you, Jason. Yeah, Jason doesn't care. Jason, Jason drank a bunch out of my rum, and now he, I'm, we're drinking out of his. Well, there you go. I thought this was typically a fireball home. No, no. Uh, fireball is like uh, when Chris and Jessica, his brother and, and his brother's wife, come over. Yeah, yeah. They bring the fireball. Uh, I'm 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 a rum guy, rum and beer. So uh, Jason drinks a lot of rum and beer. Mm. Yep. Yeah, I don't think I've eaten since a sandwich at about three p.m. Yeah. So this could get interesting. All right. It's good times. Well, though. I got some stuff to snack on if you want. I got the I got that little burn at the top of my Ooh, belly. Yeah, no, that's good. That's good. Give I it like give that. it a couple minutes. It'll burn out, and then you'll <laughs> you feel that that warm, and then it'll be that goofiness. <laughs> oh, that goofy. Um, welcome to give that some thought. Tripod Broadcasting's flagship show. How are you doing, everybody? Uh, that's Matt. Uh, he's joined by me, of course. Who's yeah, Addison? Um, you know, I was thinking, been doing a lot of thinking, Matt. Is that is, as you do? Well, we, we all have brains, and brains yep. usually that's what they do. They think. Yep. yep. That's one of I the. I feel like I use mine more than others, though. <laughs> Typically, but, um, may you, well, it, there's a difference between in 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 quantity of use and quality of use. Ah, you see what I'm saying? Ah, uh, I think so you're onto something. While you might be functioning at a higher quality, your quantity is the same. Oh. Now I feel like there are those people out there who function at a le- much less much quantity lower quality and quality. Yeah. Both. <laughs> yeah. Uh, that's um, when you get the quality and the quantity up. Yeah, is that you can uh, truly make for, change. I'm gonna save this for last. I've got, <laughs> I've got something on screen here, but it's 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 we're gonna have to. 
Yeah, take your porn off the screen. Well, me as the producer, I know that... um, Such a highfalutin title for myself. I know that that's going to be something that we work into. You know what I'm saying? We'll we'll ease it in. um, And we'll we'll get to that. Sure. Um, But uh, so let's talk about um, (laughs) San Bernardino, Matt. Yeah. Yeah. I was born in San Bernardino County. Did you know that? I think I've heard you mention it. Yeah, I was. You mentioned it on this program uh, before. About the first three and a half years of my life in uh, Riverside, California. No kidding. Was born in San Bernardino County Hospital. Well, that explains the, uh, you know, a little bit of weirdness. Well, I was going to say the affinity for the herb. Well, I mean, uh, (laughs) I mean, you know. (laughs) Yeah. um, Yeah, San Bernardino, Matt. what do you what do you, what do you think? What's your gut reaction? <coughs> what do you know? What do you not know? What is just spitball on it there okay, for a second? So San Bernardino, of course, referring to the two shooters. I haven't uh, I haven't uh, paid a whole lot of attention to the past I don't know half a dozen shootings over the past week and a half. Yeah, you know, or much of anything for about a month now. But it's <laughs> well, well, actually that because Fallout yeah. Four. Yeah. Um, I was going to say, if, if San Bernardino somehow caused Fallout servers to go offline, Matt would instantly be all ears. Yeah, yeah, Instantly yeah. aware. If shooters... if He's, shooter- he's firing off tweets. He's he's yeah. calling friends. Are you guys experiencing this? Yeah. If uh, shooters... Uh, and by calling friends, I mean me. If but, shooters besieged Bethesda's uh, server bank right. and their tech support, right. you know, I uh, had to download patch uh, 1.02 today, oh, which was wow. the first patch after the day one patch. I don't know what I think. I don't we know. installed Call of Duty Advanced Warfare. Mm-hmm. Remember I said I played Xbox for the first time in a long time yeah, over yeah. my brother's house? Yeah. On um, the Xbox that he has. It's not his, but we installed Call of Duty Advanced Warfare. And apparently, here, here's something interesting in gaming and just it's something that we had noted and we were kind of pissing and moaning about all night. So he has Black Ops 3, okay? Mm-hmm. Now that is the latest in the Call of Duty. And, you know... yeah. Don't hate. It's you know we, we like to point and shoot, and it's you popcorn, like, man. It's popcorn, exactly. You know, and it's all about how how you spend your time. If you enjoy it, it's fine. Like, I, exactly. Fall, Call of Duty is not a game for me. Exactly. But uh, and I know why, and I appreciate that. Yeah. But you know, for me, who rarely games, you know, when when I it's play, it's a good in-out game. It's minimal investment. I just want to maximum output. Bounce into some rooms and yeah. call people faggots and you know, sure, point yeah. and shoot. But anyway, so... You want to live a 14-year-old fantasy for a little while. Exactly, exactly. I get it. He has Black Ops 3, okay, which is the latest, like, the most recent iteration of the Call of Duty line. Yeah. Now, he was playing it when I got there. That's that's the one that he has installed. That's the one he's been playing, you know, when he goes home to chill. That's what he does. Now, I'm watching him play it, and I'm like, damn, these these graphics are kind of uh, very, very... Uh, not not very dimensional, not very very flat. Yeah, right, yeah. it d- doesn't seem realistic if if you could say that. But there's not much depth. There's not much shading. Old there's and not... dated, maybe. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I kind of noted. And I was like, I was like, man, dude, this is, uh, you know, this is. It doesn't look that great. And I thought maybe it was just the game aesthetic because mm-hmm. the different Call of Duties, Modern Warfare looks a little different. The Modern Warfare lines, sure. Advanced Warfare, et cetera, et cetera. And he's like, he's like, no, that's that's because. Um, there's a lot of people online that really think that they rushed it for the 360 mm-hmm. because it was released for Xbox One, and he's like, you can Wait, go on... What? You- Re- Wait, so you're playing this on 360? Yeah. Okay, well, that's some of the reason why. Well, exactly, and he's like, he's like, you can go on YouTube and find like the exact same scenes, exact same rooms, mm-hmm. et cetera, et cetera, on the 360 and the Xbox One, it looks completely different, 
which is bananas to me because I guess it's just processing power, but the HDMI cable I would think is, you know, is obviously the same. But um, so then we popped in Advanced Warfare, the the Call of Duty before that, the one that I have that I brought over. I'm like, oh, we'll play this. And two notes about that. Number one, um, it took we had to download like six compatibility packs for it to work on a 360, which so we kept flipping back and forth between TV and channel flipping to that. Yeah. It just as it's doing, it was like it was a nightmare. It took like two hours, which is weird because the compatibility just... packs are so small. Like they're like thirty kilobytes. Like it would say thirty kilobytes, uh-huh. and then it would just sit at like three percent. Yeah, it was it was maddening at best. That's the first point. Second point is when it did finally load. This is the one with Kevin Spacey. Press A to, to yeah, pay respects. Yeah. Uh-huh. When it did finally load, F, F press F to pay respects. I think it was A. No, it's F. I feel like it was A. Anyways, but uh, on computer it was F to pay respects. So well, it's like to come um, meme. So pulled it up, and it looks wildly better than Black Ops Three. Mm-hmm. And this is a game that came out like a year ago, if that. Uh, probably almost a year and a half, a while ago. Well, still. Yeah. I mean, that's a fairly recent game. It's the most recent besides Call of Duty, yeah. besides Black Ops. Sorry. And I was like, this looks like, I mean, even my brother, he's like, he's like, this looks like amazing. He's got a 55-inch TV, 360, mm. and it looks incredible. Sure. And I'm like, this Black Ops 3, wow. like, this is, they're forcing people to buy it's the Xbox. Yeah, they, no, no, absolutely. Or not they're, forcing, but. They're, no, they're killing Oh, the hey, graphics. you're going to get this. Mm-hmm. Like, graphic poop on you because this looks amazing. Yep. Yeah. Absolutely. Anyways, I don't know. Just, just a thought there. Uh-huh. Where were we? Oh, yeah. San, San Bernardino Shooter. Shooters. Yes. More than one. Now, I haven't, pa- thoughts? I haven't paid a whole lot of attention to it. Other than knowing it's occurred. Right, and because you couldn't couple, miss it. There have been a couple shootings yeah. in, the, in the country in the past couple weeks. Um, no matter what you say it is, it's terrorism, right? Terrorism. The great thing that doesn't actually exist. <laughs> because terror is a feeling. Yeah, yeah. Which you covered on uh, last week's episode. Yeah, a little bit. A uh, little good bit. and tune into that. Now, now, terror being a feeling... See, see what I did there? It's not something that actually back. occurs. It's something that you feel about something that occurs. Yeah. So to say somebody is a... Terrorist. To say this is a terrorist act... Yeah. No, no, no. That's not what actually happened. That's how we feel about it. Yeah. Okay. And me coming into your house could be a terrorist act. Now, this may link into... If the... I come into your house and fart a lot. Ex- no, you have. It's terrorism. If you go back to podca- podcast 4038, <laughs> the one where he farts all over my pillows for like 45 minutes solid. Oh, just a 45-minute fart let out in like 72... It was when we used to record in there. I remember bedroom. that. Yeah. I farted and you didn't even know it, but you kind of... You saw on like my face and you're year. like, you're like, this is my bed. Yeah. How dare you disrespect no, you were... my domicile. Yeah. Yeah. yeah you I were very upset. You were very upset. Uh, For the first time this year, yeah. <laughs> um, the the th- whole we'll thing is that I have, a I have later. I infused my bedding with my own smells, no, yeah, and pheromones. Yeah, yeah. You said and that. Yeah. I, I don't want the the girls I have br- come over San here Bernardino. be confused by you. San Bernardino. Um, so, so I feel like this is going to be a continual habit. This <laughs> maybe, maybe this might be rum cast, rum cast, rum cast, yeah. rum cast. Mm. Cheers to rum cast. Uh, that goes down smooth. Anyway, so this is a terrorist My act. Wife, side note. <laughs> okay. All right, fine. Go. No, go ahead. My wife is going to be so mad when she hears this. Because you're out till like four in the morning because it's like no. two in the morning right now and oh, God, you're drinking now? No, no, no. 
Okay, here's why she's going to be upset, though. Okay. <laughs> so Sunday night, uh-huh. when I went over to my brother's to play Xbox, I told you the reason I'm not going to share it on the show. I went there because there was a baby shower for my wife at my house, mm-hmm. right? Friends are coming over, you know, people are bringing stuff, et cetera, yeah. et cetera. <laughs> so I, I, instantly when I found out about it, like I said, it was like Wednesday or Thursday, I texted my brother, I'm like, what are you doing Thursday, Sunday night? Because I'm, I'm not going to be here, you know? Um, went over there, did that whole thing. Now, that day when I'm getting ready to leave, her sister, who lives with us, <laughs> her sister constantly says, she said like more than once, it was three or four times within the span of an hour, I said to her the night before, we had a conversation about something else, just laundry or whatever, mm-hmm. and she's uh, and she's like, so what are you doing tomorrow? Did you decide what you're doing tomorrow? You know, because I'm not going to be there. And I'm like, yeah, I'm going to go to my brother's. And I said the following. I said... I'm going to hang out with my brother. Uh, we're going to get balls deep in black ops. Oh. Okay, that's what I said. Mm-hmm. That's the phraseology. Now, that apparently translated in her Neanderthal brain. We're going to get balls deep in, deep in some black slop. No. <laughs> no. It translated to her for some reason, and I, I'm, I'm still unaware of the disconnect. We're going to go it, hilt deep in the black cop. No. It translated to her the next day, you know, when I'm getting ready to leave, like I said, for an hour. She said four times, three, four times in an hour. Uh-huh. She's like, she's like, please don't get drunk tonight. Oh, okay. And I'm like, I, what, he hasn't said anything to me about it. Like, it's confusing me more than, like, I'm like, what do you mean? Like, why would I, that's just, I have no idea what you're talking about. Like, are we're you, not planning you, to drink. I'm more? sure he works early in the morning. Are you drinking more, Is it? Pause. Then tonight, got off of work at about 11 or so. Mm-hmm. Uh, actually forgot we were going to record. Chatted with, with the boys, as you do, afterwards mm-hmm. for a minute or two. Then texted you, and I was like, hey, uh, you know, I'm still on. What's the word? And you're like, yeah, we're good. <laughs> so I am I go home to the, obviously, throw on jeans. And put my jeans on and stuff. Kiss the wife. Talk to her. Catch up on the day. <laughs> Get ready to leave. I'm like, all right, babe, I'll see you later. And I actually said to her, well, I'll tell you that later. But but so I'm getting ready to leave and she's like, um she's like, please don't get drunk tonight. And I'm like, why does everyone in this home think that I'm like like I don't know, just like drinking like a fish when have you folks been, aren't a, have you been drinking more not lately? Not that I know. No. I don't feel like it. Hmm. I had a f- couple drinks when I was Editing the podcast. How many days in the last week have you had an alcoholic beverage? In the last seven day period, in the last or seven last, days like, period? Week? How many of those days have you had an alcoholic? Beverage? Two. Okay. Which for me, I guess you know. I mean, you're not. I mean, that's you're, I'm, you're not a drinker. For me, that's like an inch away from Charlie Sheen. Yeah. <laughs> well, you're not a drinker, but I envision for Excuse you, me. Addison, a life where you oh, here we where go. You segue here into a a, a <laughs> full fatherly, blown alcoholic. I know. No, no, a fatherly drinker. Where what does you, that mean? Where you come home at night, you have two, uh-huh. three, and you two or three. You, you love on your children, and um, you, you you get no, not don't, don't be sick say, about it. That, come on now, okay. don't be sick about right. it. All right, I'm focused. You're, you're a happy dad, a happy drunk dad. Okay, uh, tipsy dad, tipsy dad, tipsy dad. Hashtag tipsy dad. Yeah, that's the hashtag. Not for drunk today's enough. Episode. Not drunk enough to like <laughs> endanger the lives of your children. <laughs> of course. Of course, but but maybe, <laughs> of course, <laughs> to Louis C.K. bit for those comedy fans but, out there. But drunk enough, yeah, so that you don't mind them as much. 
See what I'm saying? As if the eight hours drunk where my wife to, has been cleaning up puke and piss and yeah. shit. <laughs> drunk enough to stand them <laughs> was not, too much. But the three hours I have to deal with them or the hour and a half before they go to bed when I get home from work. Yeah. Like, yeah. oh, damn it. I've got to have something. But you're also <laughs> killing pain from being from being at work all day. Okay. Drunk enough to enjoy. And now your, you're speaking my language. Yeah. Drunk enough to enjoy being a dad. Yeah. Not drunk enough to kill your children. All right. Or beat your wife. So it's a sweet spot. The sweet spot. Uh, mm. That alcoholic and sweet not, spot. Not not drunk enough to be unable to perform sexually. Yeah. 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 No whiskey dick in the Todd house. <laughs> so San Bernardino. Yeah. 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 Back to back to a mass shooting where two avowed uh, individuals who pledged allegiance to ISIS killed fourteen people. Yeah. After talking about drinking and beating kids, let's get back on topic here. <laughs> Yeah, San Bernardino, Matt. What's... Listen, uh, so these are terrorist acts because they make us feel afraid. They make yeah, us feel terror. Yeah. Um, so it, it comes down to what are you going to let win? If it, if an act of terrorism truly is that, it's it's a it's a it's an act that is supposed is supposed to make you feel afraid. Isn't the one thing you should not do is be afraid? Feel afraid, yeah. Um, what is change your actions based on that? What did uh, what did the teacher say? What did the master say? A perfect love casts out fear, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Okay, so so we we may get to my topic. Not living think. in not living in fear is 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 a key to living. Yeah, not not living from a, a standpoint of of being afraid of 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 measuring and weighing all your actions according to am I afraid of this? Yeah, and and so. I uh, in the media you see all these motifs of fear, right? Yeah. The drug that's going to kill you, the thing lurking in your home you didn't know was recalled, but it'll kill you. Well, and here's another one. Uh, my favorite is the way a particular thing can go within a couple of months' time, sometimes years, from being like, "Hey, this thing does this good thing for you." Yeah. Oh, this thing is probably a result of it. Yeah. Like if you if you Google around like coffee, for example, lose weight with ephedrine, dude. Coffee. I mean, you, coffee stains your teeth. Coffee will give you heart disease. Mm-hmm. Coffee might make you live longer. Studies say, yeah. like, it, it literally, it's. I mean, it's it's like a, a almost a week to week basis mm-hmm. where. Oh wait, is coffee good for me this week or not? Yeah. <laughs> Because it, it it switches that fast, but it's one of those things like oxygen and water. <laughs> yeah, we all consume. Okay, yeah. everybody, three hundred fifty million people, three hundred sixty million people in this country. Mm-hmm. Chances are, by the time they reach eighteen years old, one hundred percent of those people have I've tried coffee. Tried coffee. Yep. Okay, so it's a you can't you have to throw that out. If one hundred percent of of your 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 group. In a scientific study, has has tried the thing and done the thing. Throw it out. It doesn't mean anything. Okay. Right. We've all tried water. We've all tried uh, macaroni and cheese. Mm, what do you mean by water? By like uh, tap water. <laughs> but like, yeah. but like soda without the soda. You mean you mean water that's been infused with fish genitals to make me gay? Yes. Okay. Good. Yes. Okay. Good. Yes. Hydrated fluoride. It's called. <laughs> um. No. Listen. So. So. We have this motif in in the news media and in ev- almost everything we consume in our world mm-hmm. that is fear based. The music we listen to, right? Uh, get money, uh, get bitches, uh, play the game. Like it's 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 things that are are based on on fear. You're afraid you're not going to have any money. 
You're afraid you're going to be just like every other broke motherfucker out there. You're afraid you're never going to have somebody to love you. So you have to use women um, to, you know, get bitches. And you have to have a bunch of money so you can never say that you want anything or you need anything <laughs> or you don't have something else that somebody else has. Unbelievable. I'm just reading this Reuters article while you're talking, so and every, I apologize every, for no, that. But Trump apparently said that there needs to be a blanket prohibition on Muslims entering the United States. Yeah. Like, we'll get, we'll get to this. Hold on, hold on, hold okay. on, hold on. We'll get to this. Okay, so everything we see and we consume in our lives is fear-based. Yeah. It's it's there to make us afraid of something that we don't have or something that's coming to take what we already have. Yeah. And it's a sad or way to live. Our lives or whatever. It's a sad it way to live. Yeah. Muslim refugees can't come into the country because they might be terrorists. Yeah. Well, you know what? I might be a terrorist. Mm -hmm. You know what? This rum might be poisoned. Okay? Fallout 3 might secretly... There it is again. Fallout 4 might be secretly uh, turning me into uh, the leader of ISIS through social manipulation via maybe uh, like Ender's Game type programming. <laughs> you know? Um, Not your worst theory, Matt. I know, right? I'll say that. Well, kind of viable at this point, seeing yeah. as how it's been controlling me for the we, past we month. We need to do the GTSTs where we do an awards show. Where we listen to past bits and past, and we and we just give awards for yeah most ridiculous one of Matt's theories, highest Matt's ever sounded. Maybe when we get to episode one hundred, drunk as Addison's ever been, one hundred most offensive things Addison's ever said, the highest Matt's ever been, <laughs> the most stoned. Yeah, might be last e last week's episode. No, last week's episode I wasn't. I was. Yeah, I think you were stone sober. I wasn't. I was stone cold sober. Yeah, sober as a judge, as they say. I, which was is ironic. Weird. Every time a judge gets busted with drugs, <laughs> but not sober. <laughs> right. So everything that we have in our culture mm -hmm. is telling us to be afraid. Uh, uh no, thank you, sir. No, thank you. Mm -hmm. like, there are too many good things in this world right now. To be, this guy. to be afraid. All he needs is three rum and cokes, ladies and gentlemen, and he, he gets all soft and he says there's great no, things in the world. It's, it's, Me and Matt sober, when we recorded at 12.30 in the afternoon, we're sitting here like, um, to, to, society's a toilet, man, we need yeah. to flush it. See, I told you. I, here we are. I told it's 2.10 a.m. Recording at night is I've had a rum and coke, he's had two or three, and we're sitting here, we're like, you know what, life's not that bad. Yeah. There's, you know, don't fear the San Bernardino shooters because God has blessed America and and, and amber waves of grain and, and <laughs> stuff right. like that. Right. <laughs> amber, waves of, amber waves of grain and blanket surveillance. As far as the eye can see. Uh -huh. So and you're safe, Matt, because of it. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And N even not the folks in San Bernardino. No, no, they're everywhere dead. else. Yeah, they're dead. Everywhere yeah. else. Yeah. Yeah. Until the next shooter. Yeah. So, uh, but let's okay, real quick, the gun control thing. Like, Actually, I was you, just about to, I was just about yeah. to say that. So, does this do you does this bring anything new to the table for you when it comes to gun control? Should we be you listening know, to all the other countries telling us, hey, maybe you guys should guys get should get a lockdown on that? Okay. Here's the thing, and I've, I've I've said this before, and this is still where I'm at. Every time something like this happens, I'm still in the same place. That the Second Amendment is there for a reason. Mm -hmm. I think the Founding Fathers understood that uh, tyranny is a real thing that oftentimes comes from governments. Yeah. I think that's why the Second Amendment's there. I mm -hmm. really, truly believe that in my core. However, we have a lot of mass shootings, Matt. Yeah. We have a lot of folks going into places killing lots of people. Lot happens all the time. But the act I, uh, yeah, okay. And uh That's your thought. It's not as a result of guns. 
That's no. that's a flaw in logic to assume that. No. But the availability of the device isn't isn't causing the problem. No. But could could some small changes be made or or some significant changes, I don't know, but could some changes be made to where our constitutional right is not taken away or infringed upon in any way? Mm-hmm. Because I think that's first and foremost. Yeah. But maybe we could because and and the logic of course, of course, makes sense that, well, if we could make some legislative changes that would stop even one of these, wouldn't you want to? It, of course. Shh. That's not a question. Uh, no. Really? I No. Like, so, a lot of people... Because, because why not lo- save a lo- lives? A lot of good soldiers had to die during the Revolutionary War to make uh, 13 articles of the, uh, of the, 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 the Constitution. Right. Or whatever it was. The... To, to make, um, you know, a, a lot of soldiers of the Constitutional Army had to die. Yeah. Uh, in order to, but what's for America to be born. So, yes, sometimes lives are worth laws. Laws are, sometimes laws are worth more than lives. Mm-hmm. Sometimes they are. Mm-hmm. But you should never, ever, ever make a law or pass a law. Based on a minority of incidents. Based on fear. Yeah. That's, that's how we got the Patriot Act. That's how we got the NSA. I agree, but what, but then what's that's the answer? How we, though? That's how we got all this the, the military industrial complex following World War II. Because we're like, oh, what if Russia comes along? You know, mm-hmm. what if Germany rises again? We got to make sure that we we have Japan locked down. Uh, let's get into the Philippines and, and drive out the communists. See, but so, like that's the thing. Like I I, I have firearms. I I'm big arms? into the Second Amendment too. Well, I don't want to specifically say that. I only okay, all right, all right. Yeah, no, you want to be yeah. Yeah, I want to be ambiguous on yeah. the internet, Matt. Because what if the home invader um, comes in and he snatches the gun off uh, uh, out of your handbag before you can? Right. If main, listen, you don't if keep he's... it in your handbag. You don't keep it in your handbag. <laughs> what if What if he snatches it off your kitchen counter? If he's counter, a listener, yeah. he's gonna know I've got his one gun. Yeah. Yeah. He snatches it out of your out of your son's crib. Uh, <laughs> he's like, Is he playing I have with one it? gun. Yeah. I'm in control. My son just gnaws on a bullet. Yeah. For you know, in his uh-huh. spare time. Little does he no, know but... you have. <laughs> You several more, several more firearms. Yeah. yeah, no, but see, that's that's my thing. Like I, and then, but then the opposite extreme of, you know, I don't really buy into. I I think it's a flawed logic, as well, to say that, well, if if everyone had a gun, these things wouldn't happen. No, yeah, you know, I think that's a flawed logic. Like, you know, some guy gave me the finger on the highway this morning. Yeah. You know, if everybody had a gun. It would What's to stop more. him from pulling a gun out and shooting more. me and me shooting back? And but it wouldn't be mentally ill people you know, who had who had been persuaded by a by an ideology, right? And that's the whole thing. We have an ideology of of people. So how of, do you cure that, Matt? Well, what we have is a bureaucracy. Where's the ideology doctor? We have a bureaucracy that's because America needs to visit him. Completely oppressive. <laughs> logic bombs. No, it's not a logic, logic bomb. bombs. It's buzzwords. Um, oh, whatever. You, you, we have a, we Fine, have a bureaucracy bombs, that's completely oppressive around the entire world. So I get buzzed on my BuzzFeed article. <laughs> There's another Ugh. one. <laughs> You're the worst meme in the world. <laughs> um, I am. So bureaucracies, United States, the imperial empire of the United States, mm-hmm. it's so oppressive that that the average person and those people on the fringe who walk that tightrope between sanity and insanity. Who have access you to mean these humans. things? Yes, precisely. 
they feel as though their I only recourse is through violence. And what's the one thing that anybody could show on TV all the time? Violence and sex. Violence. No, sex not so much, because you can't show nudity. So you can't go oh. all the way with sex. Mm-hmm. But you can go all the way with violence. You can show somebody being gut shot 17 million times and bleeding out in the streets and then exploding in a, in a, Seems like a lot bath of, of gore and viscera. Seems like, like a lot of times to be shot in the gut. Sure. But you can show that, <laughs> yeah. you know. Yeah. But you can't. Sh- but you God can't, forbid a wiener. But God forbid a wiener or a nipple mm-hmm. or fuck. <laughs> Where but we violence, on this program. Violence you can show all the time. <laughs> yeah. Whatever the station is, you know. Yeah. Uh, so See, that's weird to me, too. That's that, And see, then that's the, the but thing. But see, we've been. This has been. That's been. The the way it's been for thirty years now. But see, we're cowboys. So we've been spoon fed violence. Like you realize that, right? Like we started this country. Like like you know, the cult won the West. You know, like yeah. we 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 have that in our blood to like mess with me, and I'm gonna mess with you. You know, and and maybe maybe you know these folks clearly after the fact the the information is, excuse me come out. You know, they were obviously tied up with, with the sort of an ISIS ideology, you mm-hmm. know, whether they were members or whatever that even means. To me, ISIS is like anonymous. Like, are you a part of anonymous? Oh, I am. Like, well, are you? Like, what does that even mean? Yeah. You know, like, that's that's kind of how ISIS is to me. Um, so so it's like that, but then phew, it's gone. Well, the whole, the whole mission, I think, of ISIS yeah. and of the shootings and the people who do things in the name of ISIS is mm-hmm. is... Pay attention, pay attention to ISIS, pay attention to ISIS, pay attention yeah. to ISIS, and forget about the fact that we're totally crippling and handicapping handicapping your communications for the for from now for forever. Yeah, um, with the TPP, with uh, all the surveillance stuff that's happening right now, with both of the leading candidates on either on either side of the aisle saying that. Th- they are they're going to cut net neutrality as soon as they walk in the door to the to the white house mm-hmm. they're going to gut the way we use the internet and make it so that it's basically going to be like cable tv is well that leads you pay, directly you get into certain channels and certain channels you can't get cuz they're illegal mm-hmm. and certain websites you can get cuz they're illegal it's from techdirt.com certain websites are given more weight and certain websites are given less weight hillary clinton doubles down on her attack on silicon valley once a quote solution for encryption and clamp down on free speech mm-hmm. i mean as, as if i mean as if we need more reasons not to vote for hillary but you know this, this yeah I, I pull this story because this is an example of how politicians like you just said like yeah. th- this is where they're leaning a few weeks ago, we pointed out that Hillary Clinton had, unfortunately, joined in with other clueless politicians to call for Silicon Valley to, quote, develop solutions to the, quote, concerns of law enforcement and counterterrorism. Uh, it's an all-important T-word again. Counterterrorism professionals on encryption. Anyone who's followed the enforce, anyone who's followed the debate over encryption over the past year knows that asking Silicon Valley to develop solutions... Is James Comey's code words for, quote, create a backdoor for encryption. No matter how many times experts in encryption have explained to him that such a solution makes everyone less safe. Yeah. After we and a few others wrote about Clinton's unfortunate and dangerous decision to throw her lot in with those who wish to backdoor encryption, one of her main tech advisors, Alec Ross, went on a little ballistic, insisting that she did not say what she clearly did say. <laughs> Uh, and this weekend, Clinton apparently decided to double down and go even further, even before President Obama suggested he'd also support undermining he'd also support undermining encryption. First on ABC's This Week, she repeated the argument that we just need the quote best minds to come together and deal with this issue. Stephanopoulos, how about Apple? No more encryption. Clinton, 
Quote, this is something I've said for a long time, George. I have to believe that the best minds in the private sector and in the public sector could come together to help us deal with this evolving threat. The the balls does that even mean, but move on here. And you know, I know what the argument is from our friends in the industry. I respect that. Nobody wants to be feeling like their privacy is invaded. But I also know what the argument is on the other side from law enforcement and security professionals. So please, let's get together and try and figure out the best way forward. What is that, though? Yeah. Either you see it or you don't. It, yeah. it, it's like that whole, like, you know, well, sh- you know, she's kind of pregnant. Yeah. No, no, you're pregnant or you're not. Let's, let's like, break down the logic. Of the you box. see behind let's, the encryption or you don't. Here's 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 a simple Period. one sentence. There's unbreakable encryption or there isn't. Here's a simple one sentence. Bottom line. Open signal, whisper systems, people. Open signal, whisper systems. And in five years, that'll be illegal. Probably. Uh, Probably. I think simple it's banned in some one countries. sentence breakdown. Of the justification for what they're trying to do. Fear. Giving up your oh. giving up your privacy will make law enforcement's job marginally better. Giving up your privacy mm-hmm. will make law enforcement's job marginally better. Like their job is, let's say, on the difficulty scale, it's a ninety. It'll make their job an eighty eight. <laughs> an eighty seven. And you know what? And all By you have God, to do is doing your part. All you have to do is doing your part. Give up your privacy. Yeah. Now I think in, in five years we're facing a, a, or in ten years we're facing a, a world where you have two types of internet. You have the illegal internet and you have the regular internet. What and, do you mean in five years' time? <clears throat> in, well, due you to mean all this now, right? It's called the dark net. Oh, but still, <laughs> I think you'll see the line between what's legal Everybody and what's go watch not. Watch Mr. Robot, people. <clears throat> what's legal and what's it's not, not fiction, legal. ladies and gentlemen. Not fiction. Um, you'll see that line become a little bit clearer. Yeah. Uh, between what's legal is what the government can access. Yeah. And what the government can backdoor, and what is illegal is what the government cannot backdoor. Mm-hmm. And that's what that's the line. That's where it's going to be. This will be off tape. So, but. boom. Drink to you, sir. Drink to that. There it is. Um, I think I, I want to refill on that one. Would well, you? I was going to say I just edited out a joke uh, that that was very well timed, very it, well placed. Well, it was. I appreciated it exactly, and that's all that matters. But we'll now. now um, Not even the government can get in here, there. Here, you know what? This is something I've always wanted to say since I was a kid. Okay. Like, man, I, I don't know if I've told you this before, but I used to, I used to tape intros and outros to actual radio yeah, programs, yeah, yeah, yeah. Sean Hannity and such. Okay. I would record my own programs. Yeah. I even called my friends for interviews. And I would I would record their interviews on a speakerphone, so I would have tapes of me on the radio. Yeah, um, I'm a fucking nerd. Is what I'm You've trying to say. You've always wanted to be a radio. DJ. Bottom line is, here we go. Here we go. We'll now pause for station ID. You're gonna get us a fucking refill. Is what I'm saying. On the Tripod Broadcasting Network. <laughs> I'll tell you this, Matt. Now that we're back online, I. <sighs> thought about for a brief second Saturday night me and my wife had some time and we were thinking about I was just thinking about maybe seeing a movie like it just briefly crossed my mind I pulled up showtimes I'm browsing the movies I'm like what the what the because you're like hey a movie sounds fun yeah mix it up haven't been to the theater in a couple months me me and my lady yeah you know go see a go see a movie yeah be a good time and the only movie and this is sad but the only movie that I was like eh I'd see that I mean, that was the most reaction I had to any of them, but really the only one that even moved the needle was um, Spectre, the 007, oh. the new double. Yeah, yeah. That's it. That's yeah. it. 
because I'm like, it's going to be action. It's not going to be. But it's who wants not to watch two hours done? Who wants to watch two hours and fifteen minute commercial for cars and clothes? I mean, come on. You do realize that Daniel Craig is going to be shirtless, right? Oh, did you say shirtless? I said shirtless. The did you, Daniel Craig. Did, did you go see this James movie? Blonde as he's known? Did you go see this movie? I didn't. Oh, I was, I was going to ask you if you got to see his packet. <laughs> he, I'll tell you this, because the only thing I love more than Daniel Craig shirtless is uh, a Daniel Craig packet. <laughs> he, uh, yeah, that was the only one that moved the needle. And I'll say this, because it started getting getting me thinking. I'm like, by the way, well, why am why are movies not moving my needle? Like the only one I'm looking forward to is Batman vs Superman for obvious reasons. Yeah, because you really like Batman. Yeah, sure. Um, dude, have you? By the way, did you see the latest trailer? No. The one they premiered on Jimmy Kimmel. No. I will, I'll show it to you after this. Oh my gosh, no. dude! We get we get more of Wonder Woman. No. They show they show the actual no. villain. They sh- no. Don't be a dick, man. This is gonna be no. a good movie. Anyways, no. That's the only movie that's moved the needle in years. But so I'm thinking about it, and I'm like, this just cements like the fact that I browsed movies that are out. You're dying to pop culture. <laughs> You're dying. No. You're dying to pop culture, and you're becoming no. a real adult. And I, I, it's beautiful. The exact it's a beautiful opposite. Thing. Actually, it's a beautiful what it did thing. for me was cement my love for TV. I thought, I'm, I, and I'm thinking to myself, I'm like, TV is so much better. Watch The Wire episodes, it's a good show, and the way it's done. I'm just like, I'm uh, like, I love TV, man. TV is good. TV's great. I'm watching The Office again, as mm-hmm. I've mentioned several times on the show. I watched a couple. Just episodes wrapped of the up Mad Men, as I told you. I mean, sure. it's 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 unbeatable. The way TV can yeah. build on a story, change it for better or for worse. We've mm-hmm. seen so many that have crashed and burned. Um, but even just stuff like Dexter, Weeds, Ray Donovan. Some um, crashes there. Game of Thrones. Good, yeah. Some, some um, burning, and, but, you know. Of course, our beloved the, uh, the teaser All for, Hail St. Gilligan. Uh, uh, Breaking um, Bad. Our beloved Walter White. Yeah. Um, better Call Saul. By the way, when does season two? Uh, I think when in January we? sometime. We got a lot of shows hitting in January. Season, really? Season three of Black Sales comes out in January. Have you looked at Badlands, by the way? Are you into the Badlands, I think it's called? Uh, No. Supposedly, it's post-apocalyptic oh. like ninjas. Oh. Yeah, I said post-apocalyptic. But apparently, mm. it's set in a post-apocalyptic world, and there's no guns. Uh, uh, um... <laughs> So like post-apocalyptic swordplay. Now I know you're in shorts, Matt. Should I keep talking or? Um, hold on. Yeah. You got three inches so far. Okay, we'll good. See if we can spring that forth. Yeah, apparently it's an AMC show, so it can be hit or miss. Uh-huh. You know, we had what was it, Rising of the Winter Sun or Low Winter Sun or Dead Winter Sun, whatever it was, that they hammered us in that last season of Breaking yeah. Bad to get the half of the viewers who are going to tune in after the finale and watch it. Yeah, and it's yeah. like uh, okay, sleeper. And then obviously The Walking Dead has been a massive, massive letdown. Yeah. Um, but yeah, apparently it's a it's an AMC show that's based in a post apocalyptic world where there's no guns, and there's three. I think it's my my buddy was telling me about it, and he's he's like it's really good, and he has good taste in TV. Three. I'm getting the number wrong, I'm sure, but there's a set number of barons mm-hmm. who sort of lord over different areas and and it's like a so fight for post, resources and stuff it's post-apocalyptic but, feudalism uh-huh uh, there's that without for- any guns there's that fourth inch there it is <laughs> uh need to watch this i think i, I might i might look is i've it, heard good things is it, is it out now 
Yeah, three episodes in, two okay, or three. I'm gonna have to check this out then. I'm sure it's probably still. I think up it's on, Sunday on nights, demand. so I think it's AMC's kind of yeah, yeah highlight yeah. pilot right on, show right maybe. Now we're we're talking about AMC. We're talking about shows we like. Mm-hmm. Now we would be remiss if we didn't mention things such as uh, um, 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 Big Bang Theory. Yes. Yeah. Two and a half men. Uh, two broke girls. Two broke girls. Anything Chuck Lorre has ever done. Undateable. Uh, absolutely. Uh, um, 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 Mike and Molly. Yeah. CBS sitcoms in general. Mm-hmm. Um, and of really course, really anything on CBS primetime. And of course, reruns of Friends. Yep. And uh, and 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 um, what's that one show with Ted Danson? Becker. <laughs> Love me some Becker. Anyway. Grew up on that show. We were because mom would always leave. Channel when it was eleven. On. I know. Channel eleven. I never. I'm serious, Matt. I only turned on the TV when mom wasn't home. That's what. That's what I did growing up. So a lot of that '70s show. His secretary. That '70s was hot, show right? had two. Yeah. But that '70s show had two time slots when my mom was gone in the afternoons, mm-hmm. and I would I would get like my taste of like oh this is pop culture this is like yeah. stuff. And actually, I've been meaning to, that's kind of way down on the list of shows I want to watch all the way through. Just. For no good reason. I mean, comedy is not exceptional. There's not yeah. really, you know. Yeah. There's you just nothing. want to watch it to see if it gets better. <laughs> no, it doesn't. But there's nothing to move I the did the same but... thing with the Drew Carey show, and it, do- it, it no, <laughs> it's not. Anyway, Kurt yeah. Sutter, his, his mm, new show. The Bastard Executioner. Yeah. Which he canceled himself. <laughs> Wait, he canceled it? Apparently he canceled it because... And this is what I've heard. Mm-hmm. He he feels it was a great show, as every of show course, you create no, does. Absolutely, that's why you cancel it because um, it's a great show. But he canceled it because right. he doesn't want to make a show that no one's watching. I mean, I can respect that. He knows it's a. He knows it's completely stupid. You think he knows deep down inside. I it's think turd? he knows he he knew he knew during the last season of Sons when people that, when all those people world. were like. So what next, All Kurt? Alone. He was like, yeah. uh, so there's this guy who's an executioner in medieval England. Yeah, that's hardcore. Uh, and but he's he's conflicted. Ooh, conflicted, you say? A hero who's conflicted? What conflicted we've never seen indeed. that before? Yeah. No, the show is a turd, and he's he, if he canceled it, which I hadn't heard because I've stopped paying attention to that show. Well, to be honest, Sons had its sleeper moments. Yeah, but yeah. if if he canceled it. Otherwise it's known as any time, any time both uh, Gemma and um, his wife's name, Tara, mm-hmm. sleeper moments and sons. Really, any time Gemma and Tara share screen time. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's those moments. It's uh, <laughs> Kurt Sutter. And when they go to Ireland, fuck. <coughs> God. He uh, <laughs> he obviously made a turd, and people didn't like it. And no one was watching, and now he well, wants to sleep. As as happens with turds. Now he wants to slink away and, and, and live to see the next project. Don't we all? Which is what this is going to do. Him What's saying, our next project, man? Him saying, oh, I'm, I'm going to cancel it myself. YouTube. That's our next him, project, by the way. Makes him look better for the next project. Yeah. Anyway, so Donald Trump. <laughs> speaking, speaking of overblown windbags that people shouldn't <laughs> care about. Um, Kurt Sutter and Donald Trump. Uh, uh, vice, no, that's that's why he canceled it. That's why he canceled it. He's uh, in a couple months. We're going to have a Kurt Sutter vice presidential announcement. Oh, there you go. It's Trump and Sutter. Trump Sutter, twenty sixteen. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yep. yep. Well, 
I still don't know who I'm voting for. I thought about that the other day. I'm like, I'm like, okay, today's election day. Who do I vote for? Don't vote. Yeah, I'm. I'm gonna write in. I'm gonna write in a McCaff here. Um, Donald like Duck. Donald Duck. Yeah. Yeah. It'll probably be miscounted as Trump. Oh, he meant Donald Trump. He's just, just the average. Wait, Donald there's Tr- the vast conspiracy. How many people are gonna write in Donald Duck mm-hmm. because they have no one else to vote for? And then and the it'll be counted as Trump because. Obviously, you yep. think somebody voting for Donald Trump is too stupid to know the difference between a Trump and a duck. Yep. So, you know. Hanging Chad 2.0. Yep. 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 Throwback to all my folks who had their head in the political game in, yeah. what election was that? 2000? Yeah. It was a yeah. 2000 election, was 2000, wasn't it? Yeah. yeah. We don't know our president. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> the whole I, world has gone to the pooper. It really has, man. But hey, it's a fun ride, right? As long as we get what we want, as long as I have my rum and my weed and my Fallout 4, everything's good with the world. I helped a guest at my establishment of employee mm-hmm. the other night who, well, it was three of them in a vehicle. And they were so high, man. <laughs> How high were they? <laughs> it's time for a new segment. They were so high, man. They were unable to form sentences. No. Could you believe in the first, in the, what about the closet door? Well, then, and I was supposed to, in this, like, just very. It's, the, uh, it's like, it has, it's like a bird meat and then there's breading on it, but it's, I, it, I can't think of the word because it's, it's, right. it, it's like, it's like mo- a lot of things mm-hmm. in like one thing. And it got me to thinking. Mm-hmm. I'm as libertarian as they come. Yeah, sure. Legalized that ish yeah. yesterday. Yeah. It's ridiculous to keep it illegal. We've had this conversation. Yeah. Folks know where I stand, fans of the show. However, in the same vein as alcohol, mm-hmm. I thought to myself, had a guest came, come in who was inebriated drunk on alcohol. Yeah, absolutely drunk. Yeah. To the point where the issues that these folks were facing or some of the same that a drunk person would face. I would call the police. Yeah. That would be my course of action. Yeah. Because they were driving a motor vehicle. No, because oh, you're in my were... face. Oh, just because they're drunk? <laughs> because you're a dude who's doing this. Okay. You know right. what I mean? Why then... And and <laughs> this is going to be the next DUI. I'm, uh, I'm looking maybe, forward maybe. here. Maybe. I got an anecdote... Well, with that? and this 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 is kind of my concern. My only concern, really, about legalization, because, like I said, do what you want to do. Freedom. Mm-hmm. I, like I'm, I, I've explained that in in and out yeah. on this program. Freedom. Absolutely. However, when it becomes that type of an issue, you're having an ability, an inability to form sentences. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. And maybe there were other substances involved. I'm not a doctor, <laughs> but when when I smell a very peculiar but unique smell, yeah. That sweet, and, skunky odor. Mm-hmm. Uh, and you're having an inability to form sentences. hmm My question then becomes, okay, well, where where's the line here? Yeah, yeah. Is it, is it, you know, is this... Because, and at that point, I was like, well, I, I, I don't want to call the police because they're nothing but an annoyance to me. But if someone was drunk to that point, that's exactly what I would do. Yeah, yeah. So... But I don't want to be like that guy who's like, people are high. Come get these kids. Like, yeah. that's not what I'm wanting to do. But on the flip side, 
in going forward in terms of legalization and stuff. Like, how how do you think the Colorados and the Washingtons handle this? Like, how do you think a Taco Bell in Colorado is faring right about now? Well, Matt? most Taco Bells see their see their more than their fair of, sh- of stoned patrons, more than their fair share. The nation over, yeah, yeah, I agree. Um, but I'm I'm not sure. Okay, so now the anecdote I had, right? Uh, <laughs> yeah. So ahead of mass legalization in Canada, which when Trudeau takes over at the first of the year. Um, oh, it's legal the nation over? He's going to make it completely legal really? for recreational use the nation over. I did not know that. Ahead of that, the um, the Canadian Department of uh, um, Transportation, the Department of Revenue, which controls the Department of Transportation and really? also many other things in Canadian government, has said that there is no scientific basis for <laughs> marijuana causing impairment in driving skills. Um, I'm serious. Yeah, but I, I that that um was at the fact, not the yeah whether or not it's now, true. Now they've said this ahead of marijuana recreational legalization in the country. Okay. Yeah. So let's just so take it's that, a forethought. Let's just take that for what it's worth. That, that they're also saying, hey, it doesn't really cause impairment in driving. Yeah. Maybe trying to simplify some some laws <clears throat> about uh, DUIs and stuff like that. Now yeah. Canadians like to get high. Canadians also love the As drink. do most people. Yes, as do most people. People love, like I've said before, those five urges, one of them is to get effed up. People <laughs> love getting effed up. Yep. Um, but now, as Dave Chappelle says, that's right. As Dave Chappelle says, you can function, Rumcast. You can function on weed. Rumcast. Rumcast. As Dave Chappelle says, you can function on weed. Mm-hmm. You ain't crisp, but you're functioning. <laughs> okay. Now I would hope Fair. I would hope that every driver on the road is crisp when they're driving. That's that's the perfect world scenario. But, yeah. But maybe mm-hmm. they're not. Maybe they've been prescribed a few too many Vicodin for their back pain. Maybe they popped a Xanax before they left the house for Thanksgiving dinner. We've all done it. Maybe they've got screaming two year old in the back seat. Maybe Some of us have done it. They're listening to the new Britney Spears record on the radio of the Pop 40 charts, and they're jamming along and not thinking about it. We've all done it. Maybe they've got a fast food burger that just dripped mayonnaise all over their nice new tie. We've all done it. Uh, maybe, Except for ladies who don't maybe, wear ties. Except at fine dining establishments. Have you noticed that? The fuck is up with that, Matt? What? Ladies don't wear ties unless you go to an Italian joint where everyone wears a tie and black pants. What, the servers? Yeah. And then you get these chicks That's who are wearing white shirts and ties. Don't disrupt my joke. Let's just make a uniform. I'm not. It's weird to me. You know, may- it's a question to the universe. Maybe you forgot to put the coffee, the, uh-huh. the, the your coffee thermos on the thermos yep. on on tight, and it spilled while you're trying to take a sip. Got some spillage. You know, we've all done it. You know, uh, maybe a billion things when you're driving, and yet it's not illegal to drive with fast food. Yeah, it's not illegal. Now, when you take it over the line, like alcohol, mm-hmm. I can tell you, alcohol makes me. Stumble if I drink too much, makes me throw up, makes me not know where I am. It makes me think I'm more mm-hmm. awesome than I actually am. <laughs> uh, it makes me. Well, I was going to ask you how last night was, but I think I know now. Matt. Yeah, exactly. No, um, but weed, <laughs> none of those feelings. Yeah, I, I, I see. But that's you. Yes, but that's also weed. That's also that's me but, under the influence of both alcohol and weed, 
and I, I'm telling you, but you right realize now, that I can drive a car. It's different for different folks. Stoned off my gourd, I can drive a car just fine. Drunk off my gourd, I wouldn't trust myself at all. But at you realize all. that's different folks, right? Yes, but I'm saying, okay, okay. So yeah, it's different. Different people doing different things. And should you drive high? Absolutely not. But, but there really isn't any scientific evidence to back up the fact that people who are high, mm-hmm. you know, driving yeah. while high, yeah. cause accidents at any greater rate than people who are completely sober. I know. I know. But, and it's not necessarily a driving thing. I realize what I said was, but like, what, what is society, and particularly American society, because that's, that's where I'm focused at. That's where I'm calling home base these days. Um, but like, where, where are we truly headed if legalization is a thing, right? You know what I mean? Like, nationwide legalization. Like, mm-hmm. where are we truly headed? Because that's, I'm, I'm a big picture guy, as you know. I'm looking at, I'm looking at 10 years down the road yeah. of legalization. Like, where's my son, you know, where, where's the country headed well, with that well, kind of thing? Because as I've said before, I don't think Americans can handle things well. Guns, for example. Switzerland, everybody, should, everybody has to own a gun. If you're a law-abiding adult citizen, you have to own a gun, yeah. right? Very little mass shootings. Very little. Yeah. Maybe it's because of that. Maybe not. I think if we did that in America, then no, be a, better, it's there'd better, be a big effing problem. Better quality of life. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, but I, and there's a thousand factors that go into making us who we really ten are. Ten years down the road, when it comes to legalization, whether that's the individual, the state, who you are, where you're from, etc. Yeah. Uh, ten years down the road, when it comes to legalization, I, th- I think the the litmus test we need to pass. The question we need to ask ourselves in ten years, when it comes to le- the legalization of marijuana, isn't. Uh, have more bad How things happened be because society. of legalization right. of marijuana is that have we destroyed the bureaucracy surrounding the prohibition of marijuana? Like, have we gotten rid of the the prison I mean, industrial complex? Yeah. Have we scaled down the the war on drugs? If the war on drugs is still at the scale it is now in 10 years with with full decriminalization of marijuana, then we've actually done nothing except give us one more... One vice. more medication, more vice. That that's okay to do. We've just we've just pushed the morality and folks are drinking thing back and getting a bit. prescriptions. Yeah, and, but we know, haven't addressed the real problem. Binging on food, you know, a vice is a vice is a vice. Yeah, I, I, I'm buying. What but you're we talking. haven't uh, addressed the real problem of w- the bureaucracy surrounding vices, mm-hmm. which right now we have the FDA, the DEA, the CIA, the FBI, all these government agencies surrounding vices. Now what we yeah, need, but my theory is it's really just a money hole. Absolutely, like the Absolutely. house of cards is set up, and you can't remove the bottom card because all these folks are going to be out of jobs. Yeah, that's the bottom line. Which is why we see such a slow, uh, slow march towards decriminalization. Yeah, you know, because uh, folks are wondering what they're going to do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And the DEA is wondering where half their task force are going to go if legalization happens. Yeah, absolutely. You know, absolutely. Bottom line. But hopefully the heroin, because that shit kills. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, in order to dis- folks are folks are dying on heroin, ladies in and gentlemen. I do- hate to break it to you. You yeah, heard it here are. last. <laughs> but but more than just dying, like you could have uh, somebody somebody die off heroin. Before every one person that dies from heroin, ten people's lives are made infinitely worse because of heroin. And painkillers. They may not have just. They may not have. Are they may not be dead. They may not have died. Yeah. But uh, 
their lives, their struggle through life. And life is hard. Everybody admits life is hard. Life is difficult. I haven't found their any struggle easy through parts. life is made sleep, but the easiest yeah. part of life. Their life have been made infinitely, infinitely um, harder because of heroin. Yeah, or and the lives of those an epidemic. Them. Um, yeah. And the only way to get rid of it is to destroy the military industrial complex that allows for the distribution and the smuggling of heroin. Yeah. You know, the U.S. military keeps the drug trade alive. Thanks, Al-Qaeda. Yeah. Thanks, Al-Qaeda and ISIS for making us fearful enough to throw money at, 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 at warmongers. Opiates. Keep our kids addicted to, to, to drugs and alcohol that will kill them, ruin their lives, make them wage slaves for the rest of their lives. Personally, I'm okay with I think being... I'm going to put in the notes for this show hmm. that a fun drinking game would be every time we take a drink, you take a drink. I know a lot of people listen to our show while driving. Yeah. And I feel like the obvious pre- preface to that is, you know, How let's about... do this at the office yeah. or at home. How about every time we take a drink? Mad you... Men. Dude, they drank so much at the office. I just one, like, I've done a lot of different jobs, right, man? Yeah, yeah. Done a lot of different things. Managed a hotel. Uh-huh. Done food service. Yep. Done hospitality. Done All direct sales. I sold jewelry. Yeah. I've served a number of places. Mm-hmm. I worked at a, a $500 million company, you know, all different kinds of stuff. Maybe it was a $100 million company. I don't remember right now. <laughs> but <laughs> but uh, just one like year out of my life, mm-hmm. I want to live life like Don Draper did. Getting drunk at work. Exactly. Just just heading to have work. Have you never been drunk at and work? And if things... Oh, no, I have. Don't be ridiculous. Oh, yeah, absolutely. But, <laughs> I've been drunk many times at work. Yeah, come on. Be serious, man. Within the past but, year. I, <laughs> my birthday at Redbirds, man. I was I left there wasted, and I was on the clock the entire time. Yeah. Mm, goes down smooth. Tasty. But anyway, the more you drink, the smoother it goes. Oh, yeah. Damn, you're right. I know. Um, what was I saying? Oh, okay. Yeah, just one, one year. <laughs> one year out of my adult life. Yeah, yeah. I wanted to be like that. Like, oh, got some bad news. Mm-hmm. Secretary gave me a call I didn't want. But by gosh, I'm I'm poor, and they always drink like there's no mixers. I mean, they're yeah, no, it's also always straight. Like there was, you know, oh, can I offer you a Tom Collins? But that was always like a dinner or something. Yeah, like like the 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 daytime, you know, Roger comes into to to Don's office at 10 a.m. Um, you know, we're bummed out because we might have to sell the company. Boy, they're pouring vodka into glasses with a cube or two, man. Like I mean, I mean, man. Like that's big old stones on these folks. Is what our granddads did. They got drunk at the beginning of the day, uh-huh. then they used the evening drinks, the Tom Collins and the old fashions. Yeah, along with, with the oysters, ones, with the mixers. Yeah, to to just stay drunk. <laughs> so you get drunk during the day, and then you stay drunk at night. Yeah, with the mixers. Just one year, like I said, one year out of life. I want to live that way. Yeah. Uh, uh, don't. That's a bad <laughs> aspiration. Is it? Yeah, to be a drunk. You're probably a right. functional alcoholic, it's a bad aspiration. Be a, be a functional of drugs. pothead. Be a functional Speaking pothead. Speaking of drugs, okay. what we just talked about, got an interesting story here. All right. Before we get into this, this next story, I need to issue a warning, a tripod warning. 
fans of ours. No one's attempted yet that I know of. <laughs> but friend of the show, guest on the show, Colin Williams. Black Lives Matter, a couple episodes back. A few episodes back. Um, <laughs> sent me a message right after he listened. <laughs> and he says... Uh, he says, I think I would tag a uh, Salvation Army kettle with, uh, with hashtag Merry Pismas if you paid me $1,000, not $5. And I was like, what? And he's like, because it's probably a felony. Probably. And I feel like, you know, as, as much as our listeners' hearts might be in the right place of supporting the Merry Pismas movement, I think it is important to note... Um, that that it could in fact be illegal. Yeah, and uh, you should check all state and local regulations <laughs> for where you live. <laughs> that being said, <laughs> the five dollar bounty <laughs> still stands on a Salvation Army kettle. Um, Tripod Broadcasting, its affiliates and <laughs> and subsidiaries do and not take any responsibility for any legal action that may result as anything that you've done based on this show. Thank you. My my personal bounty. I'll speed that up. So I me, awesome. Matt Hume. My personal bounty. This has nothing to do with Tripod Broadcasting or and or Addison Todd. There you go. If you assault, uh, commit a felony assault no, on a bell ringer, no, I will give you a hundred dollars. <laughs> commit felony assault on a bell ringer, and I will give you one hundred dollars. Just punch a bell ringer straight in the kisser. Just pow. Felony assault. Yeah. <laughs> I'll give you one hundred dollars, and I will shake your hand in a very Ron Swanson way. Yeah. <laughs> um, if you felony assault on a bell ringer, that's all I'm saying. If you put a steamy turd in a Salvation Army kettle, mm-hmm. we'll bring you on the show as a guest. If you swallow a nickel, <laughs> now it's just let it go all the way through you, <laughs> fish it out at the end, <laughs> and place it in the kettle so that it can not washing it off. Yeah, placing it in the yeah. kettle so that it can then then then. Uh, poison uh, the poison, as it were. Poison the rest of the change. Yeah. Um, a tripod broadcasting T-shirt. <laughs> that they they'll exist if somebody does that. Believe me. Okay. Uh, photo evidence, please provide. They, um, <clears throat> video would be nice. Well. Yeah. 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 We don't want any Photoshop because you yeah. can't edit video. You can only edit photos. Yeah. Yeah. Um. <laughs> Why'd you bring me down this road, Matt? Two roads diverged in the yellow wood, and I took the one that had alcohol and hookers with it, and that has made all the difference. <sighs> and whether fish have wings. Pigs have wings. Yes, fish. pigs. I apologize. The sun was shining on the sea, mm-hmm. shining with all its might. It did its very best to make the billows <laughs> smooth and bright, and this was odd. Because it was the middle of the night. Beautiful film. Uh, Alice in Wonderland. We were watching clips from, well, rather, Addison was playing clips from Alice in Wonderland earlier. Specifically. Stone sober, by the way. Yes, yes. This was before the drinking. (laughs) Specifically, the walrus and the carpenter bit, which has always been my favorite. It is truly, like I said, that and the caterpillar bit. Who are you? If you go back and you watch the walrus and the carpenter bit. It is a perfect, perfect, um, 
mirror of the oligarchs. Oh God, here we go. And uh, the the wage slaves of society. Yeah. Um, the carpenter following the the rich walrus. The carpenter being the middleman. Mm-hmm. The oysters being the wage slaves taken <laughs> advantage of and eaten up by the middle by the oligarch. The yeah. oligarch uh, eventually under undercutting the middleman and and making him yeah. a beggar too. I always put a little something off. extra on Telegram. Telegram dot me slash give that some thought. I- I'll send the video uh, to that bit. Mm-hmm. Although you can search for it if you'd like, but. Uh, if you subscribe to that channel on Telegram, I'll send it there. Anyways, speaking of drugs, this next have story. Have we not been speaking of them for like the past 20 minutes? <laughs> we have. Uh, and this next story comes via the local channel, but the USA Today Network. It's going to warm your cold, uh, probably enlarged heart, Matt. <laughs> <laughs> you ain't kidding, buddy. <laughs> You eat like a champ, Matt. You really do. Um, not to mention the various other much. vices. It's mostly what I drink. <laughs> I'm feeling if I cut out alcohol, I'd probably what drop 30 pounds smoke? in like a month. You might. Or yeah. soda. Are you still drinking soda? No, I'm not, actually. I haven't had a soda in like a week and a half, man. Look at you. And if I do, it's like a splash of Sierra Mist on top of... Uh, now, when I drink at work, I have I have a big red Coca-Cola 20-ounce cup that's just that's mine. Yeah. No one. I leave it at work. No one screws with it. Yep. Right? All yours. So I, I take that and I fill that up with soda water. Just carbonated what? water. What? That's the worst. And Matt. I drink that almost exclusively at work. Just carbonated water. How could you That's drink it. that? Carbonated water. It's the blandest, most weirdest chemical taste. Take an orange it's... slice, you throw it in there. Take a lime slice, throw it in there. Okay. And then maybe as a treat, a <laughs> couple splashes of Sierra Mist on top of that. Look at you. Dunk that ice a little bit, you know, mix it up. And uh, that's that's the beverage of choice these you days. You got yourself what I call now the soda water, <laughs> the mat sunrise ice, and uh, no, I call it fizzy good make feel nice. Oh, yeah, okay. Um, fizzy good make feel nice is uh, what you drink when you've had too much to drink the night before. <laughs> so every day at work for you. Every day at work, that's what I'm drinking. No, uh, no, <laughs> it's hangover. No, that's what I've been drinking at work. And uh, yeah, I actually. Actually, uh, yeah, it's been like a week and a half since I've had any soda at Look all. That's not diet. Wow. It's incredible, yeah. right? Had a diet Mountain Dew today. Yeah. That quick trip. Wow. You, you you must really hate yourself. No, not at all. Because Don't I know. Diet Mountain Dew. I know I'm cutting that sugar. That stuff is awful. I'm cutting as much sugar out of my diet as possible so that I can have more alcohol. I knew there was a reason. No, uh, I'm cutting sugar out of my diet as much as possible, but except for alcohol, because um, I uh, I want to live longer. <laughs> I, I I'm, I'm I'm looking at why is there I'm, anything down here in particular to spike well, your interest? Well, I'm, I'm I mean, looking, my God, I'm looking in the rearview mirror of life, and I see I see Jesus here. I we see go. diabetes. Go ahead. I see diabetes like creeping up on me, <laughs> like a like a cop. Yeah, yeah. Who, who comes on that entrance ramp, mm-hmm. and he's behind you. You look back, and you're like, well, they're there. But now you're at that point, a few exits down, where it's like, no, no, they're behind you. Yeah. And you're looking down at your needle, mm-hmm. 
and checking the rearview mirror and they're right there and you look at the needle and you're making sure you're between the lines and yeah. maybe between checking all the things you're actually going you know maybe touching a line or two no nope, not even not even i'm perfectly staying between the lines perfectly yeah. except i'm looking in the rearview mirror i see I see diabetes coming up behind him yep, up behind me diabetes cop he's pulling me over ready for to throw on the flashers he's throwing me over he's pulling me over cuz my pan- uh, my pancreas lights are out yeah you know <laughs> done USA Today Network. I'm trying to keep those things on as long as possible. I don't blame you. Here's the headline. Like I said, this will warm your cold and probably enlarged heart. (laughs) DEA agent's daughter arrested for drugs. Mm. You see this? USA Today, College Station, Texas. The Drug Enforcement Agency has confirmed that 19-year-old, and she's quite attractive. Well, of course. Blonde hair? No. Oh. Maybe looks brunette. No. Um, but she's not ugly. Like, usually when you see a drugstore surrounding a woman, you're like, yikes. She's been using. Like, quite yeah. a bit. But she doesn't look, I mean, she just looks like a normal An kid. older mugshot, perhaps. Maybe. Uh, College Station, Texas, the Drug Enforcement Agency has confirmed that a 19-year-old arrested for allegedly selling drugs. Mm. Not just using, Matt. Nigh selling dealing drugs as the daughter of the DEA agent. Now here's here's the paragraph with which you'll be most concerned. Okay. <laughs> In a statement released to KAGS HD News, the agency's public affairs officer, Barbara Carino, said, quote, the DEA confirmed that Sarah Furay, the daughter of DEA agent Special Agent Bill Furay, was arrested in College Station, Texas, on charges related to drug trafficking. The College Station Police Department is handling all investigative matters matters related to the charges. <laughs> Shut up. You made me drink this much. The, which is hardly any, by the way. No, you're only on your second. And you haven't even touched that, really. Yeah, I'm getting there. The Furry family is dealing with this private matter as best they can. I was wrong. Here, here's the sentence. Or here's, here's the paragraph with which you'll be most interested. This is so good. Let me pose it this way. Okay. What would you expect? Okay, with what you know now, uh-huh. read the headline, read the article. Yeah. What would you expect would be the charge? Like what? Uh, what? What precisely are we looking maybe at? Maybe reckless, reckless endangerment. Uh, her her lawyers are gonna are gonna use the uh, her lawyers are gonna use the um uh, uh that one defense from that kid in Texas who said he was too rich to know the consequences of his actions. Mm-hmm. Mm. Aren't we all? Yeah. Yeah, but however, what what do you think in particular she might have gotten arrested for when it comes to drugs? Uh, 19-year-old kid. <sighs> Daughter of a DEA agent. What do you, what do you, what do you think is the issue here? Uh, crack cocaine. <laughs> you being serious? Yeah. That's your guess? Okay. Yeah. College states and police arrested Sarah Furry on November 6th. Mm-hmm. After obtaining a warrant to search her apartment at the cottages in College Station, according to a police report, mm-hmm. and this is where the rubber hits the road, mm. as they say. She got caught with like seven or eight different things, didn't she? Officers found more than 31 grams of packaged cocaine. Okay. 126 grams of high-grade marijuana. So, okay, hold on, hold on, 100, <laughs> hold on, 126 grams. So, that's, uh, what, it's 48, so 126, right? Is that what you said? 126 so grams rough, of high-grade marijuana. That's roughly, that's, 
that's a little bit over a quarter pound of marijuana. Okay. That's like five ounces. Mm. Under, just under five ounces. Okay. 29 ecstasy tablets, methamphetamine. Okay, of course. And 60 doses of, and this is the odd part, perhaps you can enlighten, and 60 doses of a drug similar to LSD. <laughs> yeah. What is, what, is, what is that, Matt? Okay, so... 60 doses of so a drug similar to LSD. Are you familiar with fake weed? Uh, K2, yeah. Yeah, okay. So K2 is uh-huh. the most popular name it goes by, but or it used to go by, but a lot of other things. And and so basically, it's, it's basically... <laughs> Lab technicians and scientists taking... Bill Ferry uh, chose not to comment on the story, obviously. But Sarah Ferry was named as having, quote, quote, having the happiest mugshot in America after smiling during her booking photo. She faces three counts of manufacturing and delivery of a controlled substance, etc., etc. So, so... And a great mugshot it is. Like fake said, weed. Cute girl. Looks looks fine. Fake weed is basically... Um, these scientists in a lab take... Yeah, yeah. I would say she's like 17 years old, maybe 16 years old. Wow. According to the story. Wow. Anyway. So, but I mean, in terms of mugshots related to women and drugs. Yeah. That's, we're talking top tier here. Fake weed is is basically potpourri. They lay it down on a sheet tray (laughs) and they spray it with chemical. And when the chemical. Uh, Allow me to be the first to say that doesn't sound healthy. When the chemical that you're getting high from is made illegal. They simply change the chemical and tweak it so it's a formula that's not exactly legal because you have, you, you know, in making things illegal, you have to actually target exactly what this chemical is. Mm-hmm. You know, weed has a certain chemical makeup. Right. Okay. And no matter how high the THC content, you can't change that chemical makeup. Right. Other than raising or lowering the THC content and other cannabinoids. But basically, so, so. What what this is is the next evolution in that fake weed talking business, about fake weed stuff, which is which is modified LSD. So LSD is is weed turned up not to eleven but to like seventy five. Okay, All right. And as far as like power goes, okay, and mm-hmm. you can be stoned off of LSD. You can be stoned off of mushrooms and it has goats. a lot of the same effect as being very very stoned right. on weed right so you simply instead of instead of saying oh I'm going to make LSD blotters mm-hmm. LSD patches that you know little pieces of cardboard that you stick on your tongue mm-hmm. you know you simply change the chemical makeup so it's almost LSD but not quite right and then, then it's legal then it's legal yeah so a, a substance like LSD on these blotters and whatever she was arrested for, it's pretty much LSD. It's just, it's not technically LSD. So they can't technically say that it's LSD. But basically she's going to be charged with LSD. And all the other drugs that she found <laughs> with. <laughs> I was going to say, and the meth, and the cocaine, et cetera, et cetera. Yeah. Because she probably grew up listening to war stories about her dad. From her dad, and she's like, my dad's not that hardcore. I can get into this stuff too, you know, and then she got into it too, which is why you should never tell your children about your personal life. Keep that separate. Never let them know who you really are. (laughs) Lie to your kids. Uh, No, don't do any of those things. Fatherly advice from Matt, ladies and gentlemen. Um, Who is not a father and who is not fatherly? One more just half-hearted story, whatever, okay. caught my eye, right. and then and then I'll get into this final point. 
<laughs> that, really? That I thought. Yeah. Really? Okay. All right. No. Go. 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 We're at right an hour and eighteen minus that break we took. Yeah. Unless you, unless for some strange you look reason, super sleepy, man. Am I? I'm not uh, bad. You got the glassy eyed look the past ten minutes. I mean, I'm I'm going on a pretty long day now. Yeah. Got to work at ten thirty. Got some alcohol at the end of it. Mm. You might need to crash on my couch. Are you all right to drive, Addison? Are you okay to drive? I'm just fine. Um, no, you're fine. Let's go. We're just delaying the inevitable. Let's, let's wrap four. it up. Oh, yeah. Okay. Anyways, a story that caught my eye, just a random thing, and then we'll get into something more serious here. <laughs> it's from the San Francisco Gate. Here's the headline. Spiked baseball bats left around San Francisco. Do you hear this? You see this? <laughs> and there's pictures of these that I'll show you. Um, someone has been chaining spiked baseball bats to poles throughout San Francisco and continue to confuse police officers as to their intended purpose. Basically, just on the streets of San Francisco, people keep running into baseball bats with spikes in them, big nails and et cetera, et cetera, mm-hmm. chained to poles. Um, officers first received reports of wooden or metal baseball bats appearing on poles and parking meters in the city on Thanksgiving morning. So this was from last week. San Francisco Police Sergeant Michael Andraciak said, These bats have spikes that run through them, and almost 30 of them have popped up around the city, most recently Friday morning around Fisherman's Wharf. While the reason for the bats' appearance is unknown... That sergeant said the spikes on the objects allowed them to be considered a prohibited or deadly weapon, which is a felony. Investigators ask anyone with more information to call the anonymous temp line at 415-575-4444. Or text tips to tip41, beginning the message with SFPD. What's up with these spike baseball bats, Matt? In the past, how long? Um... Really, that week, that Thanksgiving week, I believe. Uh, obviously, people uh, with a Fallout Four fetish. There's there there's a traitor in Fallout Four in the main city. One Are of you main, being serious? Yes, one of the main cities of Fallout Four. Yeah, in Diamond City in Fallout mm-hmm. Four, um, who ha- runs a baseball themed shop, and he has baseball uniforms because Diamond City is built on Fenway Park. Okay. Okay. In the mythology of Fallout Four, of Fallout, of Fallout, Fallout. Sure. Sure. You know. Diamond City is built in the remnants of Fenway Stadium. Okay. okay. Fenway Park. All right. I'm so trying to follow you here. There's a trader who who trades in just... Real Addison and drunk Addison are arguing about what you're saying, but... <laughs> who trades... We'll continue to follow for the Who trades in just uh, baseball uniforms, baseball helmets, and, and baseball bats. Okay. And a lot of those baseball bats are modified to have spikes in are them. Are they now? And chains around them. And all these other things... They can cause damage. It's it's somebody with a... So this is probably a Fallout 4 thing. It's a Fallout and 4 all... fanboy just, just <laughs> wanting to to raise awareness Take about... to the next level. Yeah, about Melly. Uh, Melly. I just pronounced... I just mis... I just I mispronounced... I, it's mispronounced... It, it, Rumcast. Goodness. <sighs> Last story. Well, not a story. A oh. thought. Okay. As we're wont to do on the program. some thought. Give them some thought. Christian anarchism, Matt. Hold on. Stop. (laughs) Wait, what? Have you had enough or too much? I I don't know if I've had it. 
Uh, I, yeah, I don't know if I had enough or too much or Christian anarchism. Yeah. So anarchy. What's uh, hold on? So okay, so so anarchy. Let me break this down. Just just let me break down the words Christian anarchism. Please do anarchy. And then the, then I'm gonna ask you a pointed question. The believing in no rules that there should be no rules to govern society. Yes. And Christianity. The the idea that there is a a perfect moral mm-hmm. that there is that there is a set of standards that should be and following. a bureaucracy that's been built around rules and regulations for how one should live one's life. <sighs> okay, <laughs> who's the lunatic? Who's who's espousing <laughs> Christ, Christian anarchy? No, okay, well here's my pointed question: What does that phrase Christian anarchism mean to you? And I think you partially answered it. A moment ago, but uh, okay. Uh, now, now that I'm thinking about it in a different What's light, I might be onto it. All right, and I might be, I, I might be in the driver's seat for this. I'd love to hear it. As would our listeners. Christian anarchism. I'm sure. Uh, the, not fed the, up at all with the fact that we've been drinking this whole episode. The <laughs> the breaking away of of Christianity from the bureaucracy. Is that it? It's Christianity with no rules. No, I'm not asking what you think it's, it is. I'm asking what does that term mean to you, if anything. Okay, well, in the in the past ninety seconds, I've been thinking about it. Um, <laughs> Have you it, really never heard this? No, I haven't. It's 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 this phrase. Wow, this may be a tripod first. It's breaking. It's it's destroying the the bureaucracy around Christianity. Is that what it is? I'm gonna read you the the first paragraph. First and second paragraphs of the Wikipedia entry for Christian anarchism. Okay. And then we'll talk about that. We'll give that some thought. Okay. In true, give that some thought fashion. Christian anarchism is a movement in political theology that claims anarchism is inherent in Christianity and the Gospels. Mm Mm-hmm. It is grounded in the belief that there is only one source of authority to which Christians are ultimately answerable. Okay. okay. The authority of God. Yeah. So it is a destruction as of As embodied in the teachings of Jesus and thus rejects the idea that human governments have ultimate authority over human societies. And that also... Hold on, come on. Okay. All right. All right. Christian anarchists denounce the state as they claim it is violent, mm-hmm. deceitful, yes. and when glorified, idolatrous. Yes. More than any other biblical source, more than any other Bible source, the Sermon on the Mount is used as the basis for Christian anarchism. Most Christian anarchists are pacifists and reject the use of violence such as war. Leo yeah, Tolstoy's The Kingdom of God is Within You is often regarded as the key text for modern Christian anarchism. Mm, Tolstoy. Okay. All right. All right. Yeah. Okay. Um, um, yeah. I'm so, selling what you're stepping in. Based on that, came across this, or it's something I've been in tune with a while. Um, I think I found the ultimate uh, in both ideological, both religious ideological and political ideological uh, viewpoints for uh-huh. you, Matt. Oh. Christian anarchism. Okay. <laughs> so is that is that your ultimate statement, or are you explain more? Or yeah, I think that's that... my ultimate statement. What do you think about that? What do you? I mean, okay. Well, first off, I would, I would want to go back and read bananas. No, I would want to go back and reread the Sermon on the Mount. I would want to go back and reread. What do you say, Tolstoy's? Tolstoy's "The Kingdom of God is Within You." The Kingdom of God is Within You. Okay, I would want to re- make sure I read that. Him. And I, I don't know if I uh, ever have. I've read some Tolstoy. 
Uh, I read War and Peace, um, which was an absolute bitch to get through. Um, not worth it. But still, I read it, which means that uh, my literary dick is bigger. Um, uh, the only dick of yours that's bigger. But 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 yeah, I don't know. Christian anarchism, the 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 the, the breaking away to me from what you just said and from what I've inferred, it is the. Um, the killing of bureaucracy that surrounds Christianity today, because we, I mean, think about it, the Christianity of the New Testament, the Christianity of the Acts, mm-hmm. has been completely and totally neutered. Yeah, it doesn't exist by by two thousand years of bureaucracy that has surrounded it. Yeah, from from it's changed it's everything. Evolved, it's from, been redefined from the esoteric mysticism that surrounded Christ and and the resurrection, his, his ascension, and his miracles and everything else. The 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 mystery of the gospel has been strangled by a bureaucracy that says no. This is the way it is. This is the way it has to be in order for us to to comp- to maintain control. Which, if you look at all of Religious history for the past three thousand years, four thousand years—that's what it's been about. It's it's a system by which the people at the top maintain maintain control over the people at the bottom, and Christianity was supposed to counteract that ideology of religion being a system of control, and and then it became. What do you think it about the its phrase, own, "The government shall enemy. be upon his shoulders"? The government shall be upon his shoulders. My pastor quoted that this Sunday. You know, the Advent, obviously, mm. et cetera, et cetera. And I really started thinking about it. I'm like, what does that mean? Does that mean all governments are subject to him? Mm-hmm. Because it sounds like, well, hold on. He's hold holding on. up the government. No, no. Hold on. What's weighing on your shoulders right now? <sighs> Too much Sailor Jerry's, that's what. Okay, well, but what else is weighing on your shoulders? <laughs> um, what responsibilities are weighing on your shoulders? Yeah, my bills, my job, my life. So when we when the we use the... Clo- necessary to. When we use the colloquialism... Colloquial, colloquialism. There it is. When we use the colloquialism on your shoulders. Don't, don't attempt it again, but go on. <laughs> It'll get progressively worse, I know. Yeah. Um when we use that the terminology, yeah, on your shoulders. It's weighing on my shoulders, right? It's your responsibility. Yeah. So the government will be on his shoulders. What does the that mean? Government governing bureaucracy will be his responsibility. It's not something we have to worry about. It's not something we need to be concerned about. The 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 day-to-day bureaucracy mm-hmm. of and of our religion of our our beliefs aren't something we have to be worried about and in because, particular political ideology yes because jesus because god in his ultimate plan has laid out a way for us to survive and thrive in that bureaucracy the government the responsibility of the government is on his shoulders and whether it's right or wrong Yes, mm-hmm. just like it says, every soul be subject to the governing authorities, for there's no authority except for God, meaning obey the laws, which I don't do because I smoke weed. Mm-hmm. Between you and God, uh, 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 
the the responsibility for maintaining government is on Jesus, not on us. The government will be on his shoulders. It's his responsibility. It's God's responsibility to provide and maintain and 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 I guess rein in the bureaucracy surrounding what we believe. Which means you should be responsible and submissive to your church. Which means I'm wrong in how I live my life. Once again. Which means. Par for the course, man. I don't care. Because Christian anarchism, yay! Uh, no, not really. But what do, you, what do you think it means, the government on his shoulders? I don't know. I, I mean, I was just thinking about. You know whether that's. I'd be really interested to see what the original Greek, how it translates. You want me to break out the Strong's? Right now? Yeah. Do you? You got one on your phone, or what do you mean? No, I have one like an actual physical Strong's concordance. Are you serious? Yeah. Do you have the the scripture verse? I don't, but it might be Hebrew. It might be in the Old Testament. Man, Wynn grabbed his Strong's Concordance and within the pages... Now, tell people what a Strong's Concordance is. <laughs> I think most of our listeners are familiar, but the Strong's Concordance... The new Strong's Exhaustive Concordance of the Bible. It's, it's, it, it takes all the words that are in the Bible and it, it gives you Greek and Hebrew meanings and stuff like that. A dictionary of sorts. Yeah. Within the pages... <laughs> I don't even know if I want to say it. This is a matter of shame for you, Matt. No, it's not. Yeah, it is. Whatever. Say it. <laughs> Within the pages are a used packet of ma- of mango-flavored white owl two cigarellos, which black people and Matt, apparently, use for um, taking apart and rolling blunts. That's weed, folks. That's yep. weed, kids. Yep. For those that don't know... Uh, since 1987, White Owl has blended. It doesn't matter. White Owl, what, what, White Owl doesn't matter. What matters now is that it was tucked between the pages. Hold on, of there's my, a guarantee on the back, and I'm very curious of my strongest accordance. And what were the we were wonderful counselor, mighty God, everlasting Father, Prince of Peace? Is that what Isaiah the nine government? Six. Isaiah nine six. That's flipping the concordance here. Uh, uh, we were looking for what Isaiah nine six. Oh, and the government shall be upon his shoulders. Let's look for let's look for government first. All right, here he goes. He's flipping through the concordance God, God, as we speak. God, golden governors. Uh, as far as government goes, the government will be on his shoulders. In the strongest concordance, forty-nine fifty-one in the Hebrew. Okay. Now he's flipping to that reference. We're seeing Matt at his best. Ladies and gentlemen, a studious, not sober Matt. <laughs> sober enough. <laughs> sober enough for proper exegesis, son. Well. What did I say? 49.51? Yes. He's searching. He's searching. Here it is. Misra. From, Ever- from a- Empire. That's the Hebrew word. Yes, Misra. From Empire government. Okay. Now, shoulders. Because you have to get both words. Look at this. 
We're learning more about math than we ever wanted to know. I know how to do this. <laughs> how many times have you done this high, Matt? If you don't mind me asking. Five or six times. <laughs> because, you know, you the get... The fact it, that it's quantifiable, I don't know if it... I don't know if it half consoles a dozen me or concerns me. Half a dozen times at least. Because you get these high thoughts and you're like, oh, I gotta <laughs> look up the word for, you know, fruit in Hebrew, whatever. <laughs> Hence the mango cigarillos, perhaps. And I remember having having a very drunk our debate with somebody over it was solipsism and and is the is the Bible like something I don't know anyway. <laughs> I don't know if this is either our best content or it's completely fallen apart. I guess only that you, the listener, will be the judge of that. What is what is it? Isaiah what nine six? I'd appreciate your feedback on this episode. Isaiah nine six, yes, for unto us for to us a child is born, to us a son is given, etc. etc. The government should be upon his shoulders, and his name should be called Wonderful Counselor, Mighty God. Seventy nine twenty six in the in the strongs. God. Here he goes again. I, I feel like this could be done with like one single click on the internet, but maybe that's just me. No, it's not it's it's more fun flipping through pages. He's really digging through that concordance now. Seven? What'd you say? Seventy nine twenty six. Shoulders. Seven, seventy nine. Seventy nine. Uh, twenty six. All right. Shechem. Shechem is the Shechem. Greek. Is the Hebrew word for shoulders? Yes. From okay. uh, Shechem, uh-huh. or Shechem, um, prop to incline, uh, yep, to load up, start early in the morning. Um, Shechem, the neck between the shoulders, as the place of burdens, the spur of a hill. Wow. Consent portion shoulder, as a place of burdens, as a place of burdens, and the government shall be on his shoulders. The government, the government shall be his burden. Shall be in his place of burdens, in the spot where Jesus would put, where Messiah, in the spot where Messiah would put his burdens, that's where the government would be. The bureaucracy surrounding our governments and around surrounding Christianity. Earthly governments. These earthly governments. Mm-hmm. Those will be in the... Pl- Jesus will... And the Messiah will put his... Those things in the spot where he would put burdens. The thing for him to worry about and not us. There you have it, ladies and gentlemen. There you have it. This has been... This has been Rumcast. GTST, episode number 88. Mm. Got some condensation there. Uh, Rumcast, facebook.com slash give that some thought. Forward slash give that some thought. Mm, yeah. Uh, give that some thought.com, available wherever podcasts mm-hmm. are. Yep. Uh, iTunes, Stitcher, etc. Yep. Matt is at suburban underscore wizard on Twitter. It's the best way to reach him. I am at Addison Todd on Twitter. And Sailor Jerry's is at SailorJerry's.com. I don't... At Sailor Jerry's. <laughs> rum. Rum life. Pirate life. Rum life. Something like that. Thank you for listening. Everybody out there in Rumland. Yes. <laughs> this has been a production of Tripod Broadcasting.